love the definition of the ego is like, it's like a conglomerate. It's the sum of all our identities and our identifications. And part of the journey that we're on, and again, I, 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 I'm, I, I rarely, I really stay away from words like awakening and enlightenment. I love, I love the word truthfulness and awareness. To me, that really is what this is, this journey is about. It, it, we can all relate to that without there being some like, it's gotta, you know, when I hear enlightenment, I have like mystical images in my mind's eye that almost seems unreachable. Yeah. And I sure can relate to the path of truthfulness and the path of, path of truthfulness and the path of, of awareness, self-awareness. Self and the rest just unfolds beautifully. So with that, what what I what I would know about the ego is that anytime we're in a state of reactivity, the ego's at the helm, and the ego the, the, the ego is it's every time we're in a state of reactivity, we're in a contracted state, mm -hmm. right? You can you can feel yourself identified with I. I am being left out. Mm -hmm. I am being ignored. I am not doing enough. So the ego's world and language, that's all you really need to pay attention to is your language. I, 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 I is the world of the ego. It's the false self. I see, and I even really like the, I like the language of the false self yeah. and our true nature, right? Those two, those two worlds. So the false self mm -hmm. is the world of, of our ident of our per, of our personality, our mm -hmm. tendencies, mm -hmm. our um so in, in other traditions they'd be called our samskaras, our reactivities. And what does the ego love? It loves drama. Mm -hmm. It yeah. loves a melodrama. <laughs> it loves, it wants, how is it? Fed? How do these thoughts become fed? Like, like plants is you believe them. Yeah. How does, the, how do our egoic tendencies and our dramas get bigger and bigger is because we believe them and we water them. And then we react, we act as if what we're thinking internally and saying our inner dialogue is true. Yeah. So for me, again, if I can't break it down into practical, simple language and apply it in my life and recognize when it's at the helm. It's just more concepts that don't make a difference. There are schools or of thought that say like the ego is bad. The ego mm -hmm. must be tamed or destroyed. No, 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 no. I, 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 the, the truth that resonated in the tuning fork of my body around ego is that it's think of, I think of the ego as a, uh, anyone ever watched the movie Aliens with Sigourney Weaver mm -hmm. uh, or the Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. So I like the image of um, uh, Smeagol in the Lord of the Rings and Newt from Aliens. Newt was the child on the ship that was like, you know, uh, she had the little doll and Sigourney Weaver finds her, right? They're, they're, the ego is like this little terror, like a little bit scared child. It's, it's, and, and it, and it, and it can, it'll lash out. And we can feel even when we're in reactivity, it's like, I love the question of, okay, and how old do I feel right now? 
I love, that's one of my favorite questions when I'm reactive is, okay, hang on, pause. Let's not do harm to myself or another to the best of my ability. How old do I feel right now? And I can find, is it like my four-year-old self uh, reactive? Is it my 15-year-old self? Is it my eight-year-old self? About how old do I, do I feel? And it's the little child. It's the, right. And so, so what would you do if you met a scared child? You, you, there's no defeating it or, 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 or destroying it. You, 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 you meet it with tenderness. You meet it with understanding. You meet it with compassion, right? What does the hurt ego do? What does a hurt child do? Um, it, it, we, we lash out. So there's, there's the, the, when that happens, you know, I, I really, I invite you to move away from any beliefs that would have you think of the ego and their egoic tendencies. I really like that term better than, so that ego doesn't sound like the solid thing. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a series of tendencies of habituated patterns of reactivity. And we want to meet that with, with understanding, with tenderness, with compassion, and also with some action. What does it need so that we can start to help it to reconcile this? Where did that belief come from? When did I first start believing that thought that I'm, I'm no good, right? I, my mother, when I was 10 years old, like I came home, it was like the second or third year in a row of coming home crying because kids would tease me. And I, she just, one day, she, she just takes my sweet little face in her hands and I had a really fun really funny looking little face because it was so funny looking. And she says to me, Danny, you just have a face that only a mother could love. With all her heart, she meant well with that. <laughs> I had some work to do to unpack that, friends, over my life. <laughs> So you can go back and find when did that, when did you first start believing that thought? There's, there we have experiences in our lives, right? right? That, so, so you want to go back and start to meet these aspects of yourself with some understanding and recognize that the adult you now can start to reconcile that and can start to bring some awareness, to start to meet that with some exploration and some compassion. Where do you feel it in your body? Where and when do you first remember experiencing that thought and those sensations, that story? Um, what would that, if you could go back to that scene, what would the you now say to her? in that scene, right? Like if I were there with my mom, I'd be like, oh, mama, like if this was like me right now and my mom and that 10 year old little face, right? I'd be like, oh, sweetheart, that's not what she meant. <laughs> mom, I love you. Not the best thing to say. Like, you, you know, you can go back in your meditations and start to bring some, some, some healing to it gently and with awareness and with, with, with the current you <laughs> that knows that's not true. Now you can start the exploration of recognizing, you know, and, and I love when Katie says, Byron Katie, she'll say, just start to question the, the thoughts and scenes that, that hurt. Question what you think and believe true that hurts, that has, that hurts. Anything else, keep, 
don't question the thoughts that are uplifting and wonderful. Keep those, keep those stories, keep that alive for now. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, it is innocent. And lastly, what I really would say about the ego is that, and I love um, one of my friends and mentors, uh, you'll, you'll hear me refer to two teachers primarily, uh, Byron Katie and um, my, my dear friend, Ram. Um, Ram would always say that the ego doesn't need um, destroying, it doesn't need defeating, it doesn't need, it just, it just needs maturing. We're just polishing. We just, it just, we're maturing it. It doesn't mean making the ego bigger. It doesn't mean getting a bigger ego. It means we're growing it up. To operate in the material plane as householders here, we're playing the game of I am Daniela. I'm this entity called Daniela. Yet we want to have an awareness of ourselves a bit like with a nod and a wink, like recognizing that we're we're like playing a character in this play. And as 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 you some of you have heard Jeannie say before many times, um, playing life full out, uh, fully engaged and not attached to the outcome, right? Not attached. A great book to recommend, The Elegance of Simplicity by Sophie McLean. I honestly think it's one of the best books that describes the, the genesis of the formation of our ego. Our ego forms essentially as a series of protective reactions from stress points in our life. And typically there are uh, certain ages that we experience um, stressors or traumas you could see with a little T or a big T. Something that we decide about ourselves, usually around the age of five or six, then something happens around 11-ish, and then something again around 15-ish. And um, it's from a series of, of events at points in our development that um, our ego is, is, is really the, the, the primary egoic tendencies become pretty solidified. And this book, in my opinion, does, does one of the best jobs in, 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 in just showing you, showing the genesis of the author's ego development over her life in a really, really beautiful way. It's told in a beautiful story um, that, that really unfolds like a, like a really good myth. And um, it's, it's riveting. It's hard to put down. And you'd enjoy it in, uh, on Audible, too. It's really wonderful to listen to. Uh, she has a wonderful French accent. And Karen, who plays the other role in the book, she was the voice of um, Australian Siri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Australia, right? Australian Siri. I can't do an Australian accent very well. Turn left at the stop sign. <laughs> so um, they're really, really wonderful. And they had a blast recording the audiobook. So it's really, really excellent. 